setting fire to the stoner stereotype, sparking up candid conversations with cannabis researchers, entrepreneurs, and advocates. Educator, author, and advocate Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Please welcome the host of Burning Issues, Dr. Mitch Earlywine. Hey, Cannabis Radio listeners, thanks for joining us again on Burning Issues. I'm your host, Dr. Mitch Earlywine. As many of you know, I love all things in the cannabis world. I wrote the book, Understanding Marijuana. I edited the book, Pot Politics, and I also penned the High Times column, Ask Dr. Mitch. I do my part for the movement whenever I can as a member of the advisory board for the National Organization of the Reform of Marijuana Laws, and I'm always my happiest on CannabisRadio.com. Today, we're completely honored to get the lowdown from an intriguing legal mind, Jordan Page. Jordan's a lifelong activist and currently head of PR at Canasense, a company that can actually do things that are going to blow your mind. I promise this will be a straightforward program that can change your life, but you might get a lesson in the wild legal world of the United States and cannabis. Jordan Page, welcome to Burning Issues. Thanks for having me on, Dr. Mitch. I appreciate it. Well, so tell us what is Canasense? Canisense is a pretty amazing program, my friend. It is a national medical cannabis collective that helps patients in all 50 states get legal access to cannabis medication. Um, We have a streamlined process that uses existing law, a series of existing laws, in order to get patients around the current federal roadblocks, uh, keeping them from this life-saving medication. So, I mean, I got to admit, the first thing everybody's uh, perking up their ears about is all 50 states? All 50 states, whether they have a legal program or not. And how we accomplish this is there's a series of laws that our legal team over a decade um, put together, and I'll kind of go through those with you. So the first and one of the most important pieces of this puzzle is uh, a well-known law in in the the world of cannabis, which is the Compassionate Use Act of 1996. It's a California state law that says that anyone, not just California residents, but anyone can become a member of a medical cannabis collective with the recommendation of a doctor. And this law was was really laid the foundation for um, the, the current state of cannabis in California and is used as justification for quite a lot of the of the infrastructure there um, in the cannabis industry. I so, mean, a lot of our listeners think of this as the the sort of hallmark of what medical marijuana really is all about. Correct. Yes, and 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 so many so so many aspects and 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 of uh, of California um, cannabis industry are are built on the Compassionate Use Act, and we're no different. Um, and so. Along came um, the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, uh, in 2000, after 2008. And people have varying opinions on this uh, piece of legislation, but one, one uh, spectacular thing that it did do was it um, created provisions for telemedicine. Now, telemedicine 
for those who are listening who don't know, is is really just a method of seeing your medical professionals over the internet without having to leave your home. And legally, it is the same thing as seeing your doctor in person. You see them over your computer in in a in a like a Skype call, a video conference call. I want to chime in here, too, because a lot of my friends in the Midwest and Northeast who aren't near physicians or who have a rough time traveling really benefit a lot from this aspect of that that law. Yes, and it's really ingrained itself in the uh, the mainstream medical community um, as, as really a staple uh, since, since it was implemented. So we're very grateful for that. Now, the, the real linchpin here in, in, in our um, legal process is the United States Constitution, which I don't need to tell you is the uh, is the supreme law of the United States. And Article 4, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution says that full faith and credit will be given to every state as to their laws, acts, and judicial proceedings in every other state. And that's even if those states' laws are different. And an example of this would be your driver's license that you don't need to, when you cross state lines, you don't need to go get another driver's license. Your, your, your license is honored in every state. This is thanks to the reciprocity clause. And so what we do is we set up any patient in America, no matter what state they live in, we set them up with a teleconference call with a California doctor who gives them a recommendation for membership in CanaSense in compliance with the Compassionate Use Act and its provisions. Article 4, Section 1 protects them in their state because by virtue of of their membership in, in the union, every state, whether they want to or not, has to honor that patient's membership in the under the Compassionate Use Act by virtue of Article 4, Section 1. In a sense, what you're saying is, hey, if my driver's license is good from one state to the next, my medical marijuana license should be good from one state to the next. Exactly. Now, there are lots of states whose legislatures are pushing reciprocity, um, where you know, if, if, you, if you are a state medical card holder some, somewhere and then you come into another state that also has medical marijuana provisions, then yes, your card should be honored there too. And we're seeing that. We're seeing it in Georgia right now in the state legislature. In fact, one of our Canisense members, uh, Ted Metz, is heading up that effort to, um, to, to push reciprocity in the upcoming uh, medical cannabis bill. But what we're talking takes it you know, light years forward in that you can basically get around the entire um, labyrinth of roadblocks, of legal roadblocks, by simply following this legal procedure. It's very simple. The Compassionate Use Act says you can become a member of a medical cannabis collective with the recommendation of a doctor. We get you that recommendation through telemedicine and from, from, from the comfort of your own home anywhere in the country. And then Article 4, Section 1 uh, protects you from from legal ramifications because your state has to honor your membership. Now, now, Dr. Mitch, we understand that we do live under certain levels of tyranny in this country, whichever side of the political aisle you may find yourself on, we're all under, we're all under the same boat. And so knowing that, keep, like, keeping that at, at, in the forefront of our minds, that we know that some states are not going to want to, to abide by this, or, and, and, and many officers of the law um, will, will understand this legal, this legal aspect, and many will not. This is not a magic wand or a force field keeping people from being uh, charged or persecuted by the state for the use of this plant as their medicine. However, the Canisense Foundation was also created in tandem with Canisense 
for, for the purpose that if any of our members or patients in our program who are in compliance with the act are ever charged with uh, any criminal activity for the possession or use of their medicine, the Canisense Foundation will actually provide them with a fully paid for legal defense team to, to exonerate them from these charges. And so that That's is a wild, wild claim, man. I'm super grateful to you guys for setting that up. It, it's just a, a stellar way to support the sickest of the sick so they can get their medicine. Exactly. Exactly. And I, and I'm talking to these people every day, Mitch, and, uh, and, and most of the folks that I talk to have serious illnesses and this is the only medicine that has ever helped them in the history of their illness and they have no recourse and no way to get it. And so, and I was hoping to go in that direction because I don't want you to, you know, violate anybody's confidence. But I, I do want to emphasize that this isn't just folks with a sore finger or a stomach ache. Correct. I'm talking to folks with terminal cancer um, and, and who, who are having ma- major uh, reversal um, while using this this product. I, I, people with fibromyalgia, um, any any inflammatory and autoimmune disorders. I see a lot of these. In fact, I read a lot. Um, of medical journals, and I read a lot from uh, Dr. Ethan Russo. Uh, you may know him, and he's a pharmacologist, and he believes that some a lot of inflammatory disorders, like fibromyalgia, for example, are may in fact be caused by a cannabis deficiency. So the science in this uh, in this industry is really booming, and the more um, the more clinical trials and, and studies that come out, the more we're shifting the culture, and really, and shifting the culture is really is one of the um, one of the um, parts of the mission of Canisense, our number one mission is patient access. Unequivocally, that is what we're after. We're trying to help anybody anywhere in the country get access to this medication legally. I mean, this isn't even civil disobedience, Dr. Mitch. It's, it's, which, is, which is where, you know, historically, that's, that's been my area of expertise. I mean, I, I've been fighting for, for various causes for individual liberty for 10 years. And cannabis freedom really came on my radar about two and a half years ago and, and has become, it's really kind of taken over my life, quite frankly. But Canisense came along and provided me a way to do direct activism and actually help people with real suffering to get alleviation from that using existing law. Hey, we're going to get into more detail on this uh, right after this message. As my cannabis radio brother, Vivin McPeak says, we got to pause for the cause because there are flaws in the laws. We'll be right back with more burning issues. More burning issues coming up after we blaze through these words from our sponsors. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo makes its way back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, April 21st to the 23rd at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Register right now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. 
Check out over 150 exhibitors showcasing their businesses and the new advances being made in medical and legal cannabis markets. Plus, hear from an all-star lineup of celebrities, former football players, medical professionals, and more. Join thousands of curious cannabis consumers just like you at the 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, Dallas-Fort Worth. Last-minute registration is open now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Time to fan the fire on some more burning issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with burning issues. Jordan Page at CannaSense is telling us the wildest news ever that, in fact, legally, we should all be able to have access if we follow the laws, the letter of the law of the land. So, Jordan, you mentioned that you've been in this for a couple of years. I was curious, how does a nice boy get sucked into the world of uh, medical cannabis? <laughs> well, I tell you this. I, I started out, I mean, my, my, my primary career for the last 10 years has been a, a musician. I'm a nationally touring and recording artist, and my music has a, a very strong pro-liberty, libertarian-type perspective. You know, I've, I've, done, I've, done, I've played hundreds of events all over the country protesting war and government corruption and the proliferation of unconstitutional laws. And you know, I, I, I toured with Congressman Ron Paul on his presidential campaign trail as his opening act and developed a national following. And then a couple of years ago, I had a good friend, uh, Carrie Accardi from 420 Media, um, had asked me to write a song for her network, and uh, which I did. And then I, um, it, was like, it was like all the dominoes started to fall. I, I don't know if you've ever experienced this when, when just all the pieces f- fell into place that were just pointing me toward cannabis freedom, cannabis freedom. And then over the summer, uh, I was playing, I was, I was, I was actually speaking about prohibition and performing at the New Hampshire, uh, hemp fest and freedom rally up in Lancaster. And I got a phone call from a, uh, from a grower in Northern California, Desert King Mountain Seed Company, that they had actually named a strain of cannabis after me. He had, (laughs) he had a strain called Liberty Haze and a strain called Kaboom. So if you mix Liberty Haze with an explosion, you get Jordan Page. And so <laughs> not long after that, maybe the next week, I got another phone call from my, from my good friend, Neil Schloss, who is the CFO and one of the founders of CannaSense, because um, I, I was looking for a pain management solution for uh, a close family friend who was terrible, terrible uh, back, back pain and, and degeneration of discs. And he says, don't you know what we've done? And he explained CannaSense to me. And by the end of the conversation, I was a registered caregiver with CannaSense. I couldn't not be part of this. And over the next few months, um, I, I really took the bull by the horns and, and started using my national network to promote CannaSense. And here we are in, in April, and I'm the public relations director now and, and, I'm, and I'm, have sponsored over 165 patients into the program. So It's amazing. It, 
I really want it really to is it really is amazing <laughs> compliment you guys on the the charity side of it the giving back to the community and I was hoping you could explain some of the some of the sort of charitable work that goes along with uh, even the folks who you know paid for a recommendation end up having some of their fee donated sure sure so when you go through the recommendation process um, the, the, on paper it's seventy dollars but when you go through our um, our process it, it's sixty five and that extra Four dollars and change goes uh, toward the Canisense Foundation. We have five areas of charitable work that we do, not the least of which is the Legal Defense Fund, and that's that's probably the most uh, popular one. But we're also uh, working to develop our Veteran Needs Program to where veterans can have any any fees that are incurred to be waived, so they can become full members. Because when there, there's two ways to become a member with Canisense, you can be a patient or a member. Patients, uh, they, they don't pay a fee to become patients, but they do pay full price for their medication. Um, but with, with the membership, they pay a one-time fee by purchasing a welcome kit, and that gets them a discount on the, in the store for life on all medicinal products. It never needs to be renewed, and, it, and it, it, it allow, it, there's lots of, lots of benefits and perks for being a member. And we want to help veterans that come into our program to get their welcome kits paid for. And so people can donate to the Canisense Foundation toward our veteran needs program to help pay for a veteran to get their uh, welcome kits and discounts uh, on their medicine for free. Uh, we also do charitable work in, in paying for people's um, hospital care and for, ch for children needs. Uh, a lot of these programs are, are still developing, but the more, the more um, donations that come into the Canisense Foundation toward each specific cause, uh, the more we're able to work and 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 work in these areas. Uh, the the one that I have been pushing the most has been the Legal Defense Fund, uh, just because of the, the 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 potential need that might be there. Now, and I'll tell you this: in two years of shipping, to I think I think we're currently in 39 states, and I'm working very hard to close that gap. But we will ship to all 50 states. Uh, but in in two years of shipping live, we have not had one single case of anyone needing that service, which is a true blessing and a testament to the privacy and efficacy of our program. So we're, we're doing very well and we're growing by about 20% monthly every month on the month. Uh, and um, it, the program's growing by leaps and bounds. And we're hoping that over this next year to, to grow even more. I mean, it's such a mind blower and, and really such a potential for incredible help. Can you kind of walk us through what somebody might uh, do in order to become a member? Absolutely. So all the information that, that anyone could possibly need is right there on the website. You, you only need to read the education page on canisense.com uh, slash education, and it lays out the entire program, the legal, the, le the legal structure, all the legalities the costs and benefits of the different levels of membership, even the science of cannabinoids and the endogenous cannabinoid system. Because um, for, for, many people in, this, in, in the world have no idea that they produce cannabinoids on their own. Uh, they, they've never heard of the cannabinoid system. And so we seek to give you an education on that. Um, also on the Become a Member page, there are detailed instructions for signing up. There's a sponsorship form to be filled out. Uh, all we need from, from each patient is a copy, a digital copy of the doctor's recommendation through our exclusive medical partner, Presto Doctor, who's a reputable uh, telemedicine service out of California. And the patient uh, goes through the, the, the Presto Doctor process. They have a 10-minute 
consultation with one of their doctors, uh, after which they are given a physical medical card. It's not a state medical card, so they are not entered into like a California state medical database. It's a medical card issued by the doctor saying you are a verified medical patient under the provisions of the Compassionate Use Act. And they get that mailed to them. Uh, it's a physical medical card, but they also get their recommendation uh, emailed to them and physically sent to them in the mail as well. You upload your recommendation into the, your CanaSense sponsorship form with a government-issued photo ID to verify your identity, and then we process you immediately. Most people are processed the first day. Um, for example, you know, if, if a person were to hear this podcast and want to do it, they could get an appointment probably today, most likely. And then after their appointment, they send in their, their uh, completed sponsorship form. Uh, one of our admins will see it come in. We, we approve them, and they're ready to order. It's really that simple. It's such a delightful uh, way to do it. And I, I got to admit, I'm looking at the apothecary here and find the products pretty compelling. Would you care to comment on a favorite? Oh, sure. Well, <laughs> where do I begin? I mean, we, we have a variety of sativa flowers, indica flowers, and hybrid flowers. We also sell five grams of, of, of just pure keef, which is like the crystals and trichomes from the leaves that, that they harvest. Um, I love our edible section because we have such a, a fun variety, and we're actually uh, bringing on two new vendors that are going to be expanding our store by more than double the amount of items that we have, especially in the edible section. Um, so we have uh, high for five cannabis shots, which are kind of akin to the five-hour energy drinks that you see at the gas stations, only they're cannabis shots, and they have 25 milligrams of, of THC per shot. The double shots have 50, so use with caution. Um, one of our one of the products that I find is the most uh, helpful for chronic pain patients or or and any patients that have extreme pain, inflammation, and cancer is our concentrated oils. Um, and and we have a, an incredible vendor out here in Washington, Serendipity Seeds, uh, that, that 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 provides us with with these oils. And I, I have several cancer patients right now that are currently using this as as, as the Rick Simpson oil treatment. And are seeing wonderful results uh, with that. And, I mean, it's, it's it's just great. I mean, and the, I think as soon as people see this, they're just going to have their minds blown. I wish we could talk about it all day, but we do have to call it a day. We've been talking to Jordan Page from Canisense. Uh, he's a lifelong activist and the head of PR there. And as you can tell, he's super excited about the opportunity to get you your medical cannabis, no matter where you live. And can you tell us the name of the website one more time, Jordan? Absolutely. It's canasense.com. C-A-N-N-A-S-E-N-S-E.com. Thanks so much for joining us. And we'll be right back with more burning issues. More burning issues coming up after we blaze through these words from our sponsors. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. 
Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the board, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chich and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him being that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Time to fan the fire on some more burning issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, welcome back to Burning Issues. I'm Dr. Mitch Earlywine with our next chapter of Self-Compassion in the Art of Activism. So this is the part of our show that encourages all our listeners to take good care of themselves and each other. Hey, this is how the Burning Issues team helps support the Cannabis Crusade. I know I've got some interesting emails lately about the persuasion side of cannabis activism. I've mentioned before some of the aspects that seem to help uh, data-based arguments for legalization, but folks are writing me sounding pretty frustrated as if it's the emotional side of it that seems to be getting in a way more than the rational side. I want to draw from some of my clinical experience with uh, all kinds of wild people and point out that there may be some techniques we can borrow from a therapy called motivational interviewing that might also help us when we're trying to talk sense into our prohibitionist brothers and sisters. A lot of times what happens is folks will come in with a single case, some sob story they've heard, often a confusion about gateway theory or that somebody happened to use cannabis and ended up going off the rails. And we want to be able to keep these folks on our side without actually making fun of the way that they reason. Now, obviously, we wouldn't generalize from a single case to an entire country about anything, but we need to give these folks the chance to express their emotions, kind of get their emotional response out. So a lot of times what I try to do is reflect back to them exactly what they're saying, but don't make it a question, make it a statement. So you'll often hear things like, the opinions from my experience on this cannabis as a parent, I know that kids are those can really of the go crazy and with hosts, cannabis. And do not necessarily look like those of the staff right and management away, of CannabisRadio.com. Like Any rebroadcast or redistribution really without proper consent and you of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. So that they can then run with it. It's not that I'm saying, hey, is parenting difficult? Because, of course, then they're going to go in that direction. But instead, I say parenting can really be a challenge. And then they've got the chance to either elaborate on that if they want to or move to the next topic. What I'm doing while this is happening is actually assessing what are the key things that matter to them. So now I know how to construct my argument and explain why prohibition is not the answer. 
Now, I'm sure cannabis radio listeners already have the cogs turning in their minds, and they're thinking, okay, in fact, we know the underground market is terrible and doesn't card people and is not ever going to make it work as far as keeping underage uh, folks from getting their hands on cannabis. But we don't jump right into that. We're going to go ahead and let these folk vent a little bit, and then we'll go from there. If you can restate their position then back to them, often what happens is they realize it's a little bit crazy. So after they vented about that same topic, I might say, you really want to keep cannabis out of the hands of kids. And then they're going to say, of course, right? Well, now I can get out the data and point out we do have medical marijuana law states where teen use is lower. Colorado's data are suggesting teens use is actually lower. If we take away the forbidden fruit aspect of cannabis, suddenly teens are less interested. And in medical marijuana states, hey, who wants the drug that grandma uses for cancer chemotherapy, right? So we're going to essentially provide evidence for our position, but only after we've let them express their emotional response. Now, Another intriguing way to go, if you can do it without sounding too confrontational, is request evidence for their claims. So another one that we hear a lot of times is, oh, if uh, you pass a marijuana law, everybody's going to be driving high. And again, I can jump right to the data to suggest, no, in fact, that's not the case, and that cannabis really does not impair driving in the ways that folks would often fear. And indeed, multiple studies have now suggested that folks, if they do drive after using cannabis, tend to drive more slowly, they're less likely to try to pass other cars, and they're uh, basically increasing their stopping distance, more likely to start stopping earlier. But I'm not going to get into that first. Again, I'm going to let them vent their emotional response, how this is so terrible, and if there were more car accidents, it would be awful. And then we can, of course, agree with that. Again, we'll restate their position to them. So you really want to keep the roads safe, right? And then sure, they're going to say, yeah, by all means, I don't want anybody to die on the road. And now I've laid the groundwork for providing my evidence. And I'll say, you know, the evidence for this idea is, and walk through the studies when they're less emotional and when they've already said they're committed to the thing that I'm actually supporting. Finally, Anytime we get a chance to distinguish between positions, we're teaching folks how to reason better. In fact, right now, medical marijuana is polling better than any politician I've ever seen and almost any other law. So we've got the chance to let folks go for a while about what upsets them. We can always run to our medical cannabis situation. So they're saying, I'm worried about the kids. I'm worried about the driving. And we can ask a leading question potentially, but hey, you're important. You see things as important. You want to make sure nobody suffers. And once they fess up to that, we can move to the idea that medical cannabis really helps people a lot. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to Burning Issues. I'm Dr. Mitch Earlywine. Follow your heart and let the data be your guide.